This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 60 degrees at 604. We have some patchy morning fog around at the airport. The visibility is being reported about two and a half miles. Mostly cloudy today, a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms and a high in the mid-70s. Emergency services officials in the region report only a few trees down and no major impact on area roadways overnight in spite of torrential rains from wave after wave of strong thunderstorms. Still, motorists should be aware of the possibility of debris on the road and standing water in poor drainage areas as well as damage that may have not been reported in the overnight hours. A portion of Route 79 and Squirrel Hill Road in Broome County near State Park and the Shenango County line had water over the road overnight, but that is believed to have receded now. Several roads around Broome County are still undergoing repairs from the flood damage a week ago. Some of those areas, which are already compromised, could further be impacted by last night's storms. A flash flood warning that had been issued last night by the National Weather Service expired at midnight and no new weather advisories have been issued for today. Fog, however, again, is expected to cause the travel concerns for the morning commute. And that should be the issue for the next couple of days. New York State Electric and Gas says power is not expected to be restored for some customers in the service area until this afternoon following those storms. As of four this morning, over 500 customers in Shenango, Broome, and Tioga counties were without power, with service for the most part expected to be restored this morning. Some parts of Shenango, like Bainbridge, however, were not anticipated be back online until 3.30, some 5 p.m. or later. The rocky weather appears to be taking a break with no thunderstorms predicted for tonight through Saturday night. The drier weather may give the area's rivers and smaller tributaries a chance to recede and the soil conditions to dry out a little. Residents are still advised to stay away from waterways that are running very high and very fast and pose a serious danger. WMBF First News Time 606. A reminder about the danger of summer weather comes out of Lackawanna County, Pennsylvania. Authorities say a man died after he was struck by lightning while playing golf in northeastern Pennsylvania last week. Lackawanna County Coroner Timothy Rowland says 71-year-old Joseph Slavinsky of Blakely was at Pine Hills Golf Course in Taylor, Pennsylvania when severe weather rolled through around 1.30 on Friday afternoon. Rowland says Slavinsky was apparently attempting to seek shelter when he was hit by lightning and died at the golf course. Golf course owner and general manager Scott Kozar told a local television station that when a storm is near, a ranger tries to alert golfers, but Friday's storm came in so fast there was little time for people to get out of harm's way. WMBF First News Time 607. The future of one of the most recognizable historic buildings in downtown Binghamton is in doubt. The historic First National Bank building on Court Street in downtown Binghamton may have a rocky future. The owner of the First National Bank building on Court Street, Isaac Anzarut, is expressing frustration that the structure situated near the downtown roundabout is virtually empty. The city had posted condemnation notices on the building more than two months ago after an inspection found some safety issues. Anzaru says 
that the problem with the fire alarm system had been fixed. And while the fire marshal's office apparently was satisfied by the action taken, issues remain with the city code enforcement office. Andrew says he's contacted Gorick Construction for an estimate on how much it would cost to tear the building down. Shortly after the condemnation order was issued, Anzarut issued, listed the property for sale. He says no one has expressed interest. Anzarut says he doesn't know what he will do with the building, but he believes it has more of a potential as a residential rather than commercial property. Anzarut acquired the the site for $775,000 in 2017 and says he spent $2 million on the building since then. WMBF First News Time 608. The downtown Binghamton Farmers Market is in a new location this year due to a construction project. The market's new site is on Collier Street, just off Court Street, a couple blocks east of the Washington Street Pedestrian Mall, where it operated in recent years. Market manager Elena Epstein says about 20 vendors are participating this year, offering a variety of items, including fruits and vegetables, meats and prepared goods. Live musical performances are planned in coming weeks. The Farmer's Market operates on Tuesdays from 4 to 7 p.m. The final market for this season is scheduled for October 5th. It's 6.09, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF.com. So it starts recording. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. Top of the morning to you on this Wednesday. Our first traffic and weather together updates, and we can proudly report we have no issues affecting travel on area roadways at the moment. Of course, that changes as it sometimes does, we will let you know right here on First News Binghamton. That's our commitment, and we're sticking to it. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Some patchy fog this morning. Otherwise, mostly cloudy today. A chance of showers and thunderstorms. High 72. Mainly clear tonight. Low 54. Mostly sunny tomorrow. Patchy fog early. High 75. The outlook for the end of the week. Friday, sunny skies generally. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. High 77. And Saturday, mostly sunny. High 80. Right now, it's 60 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 612. I'm Bob Joseph. Today is Wednesday, July 21st, 2021. Glad to have you with us on First News Binghamton. As always on WNBF, we have a big day in store for you with plenty of information, plenty of talk throughout the day, including Binghamton Now, starting at 8 o'clock. And today our guest will include homeless advocate Rebecca Rathmel and former Binghamton City Councilman Dan Livingston. And, of course... We will be hearing from you, just average listeners, people who call in, whether you're in Port Crane or Poughkeepsie or Paramus or the Philippines. The other day, we had a gentleman who called in from the Philippines, even though there's a 12-hour time difference. So he was listening on Monday night. Well, we were broadcasting the program here on Monday morning. Anyway, wherever you are, you're always welcome to call Binghamton Now. 
Monday through Friday from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1290. Coming up at 6.15, sports, 6.18, business news, 6.20. Dr. Sanjay Gupta, do you take stuff to try to help you sleep? Dr. Gupta has a few words for you. That's coming up on the Wednesday edition of First News Bank. This is Brian Kilmeade reminding you to listen weekday mornings from 10 till noon to the Brian Kilmeade Show on News Radio 1290 WNBF. WNBF. So it starts recording. WNBF News Time 6:15. Now, Bob Joseph with Sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Speaking of sports, baseball last night at the stadium. Rumble Ponies did their best, but they couldn't hold off the Seawolves. Uh, Erie got off to uh, a relatively fast start. The final last night was Erie 12, Binghamton 7. Erie had a big third inning with eight runs, but... Rumble Ponies had a big inning a little bit later in the game as well. Not quite as big. They scored five runs in the sixth. Again, the final last night, Rumble Ponies 7, Seawolves 12, and the two teams will face each other in the second game of the scheduled six-game series tonight at 635. In Cincinnati, Mets lost to the Reds 4-3. to Two teams will play this afternoon at 12-35. In the Bronx, Yankees defeated the Phillies 6-4. They face each other again tonight at 7-05. And the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champs for the first time in half a century after defeating the Phoenix Suns 105-98. Giannis Antetokounmpo was named the finals MVP after torching the Suns for 50 points, 14 rebounds, and five blocks. Of course, he was happy after the game, as he should be. I can be stubborn sometimes. You know, like I can disconnect myself from the world because I want this so bad. Like I wanted this so bad, and I was able to get it. That's why I was, you know, um, tearing up. But like people helped me to be in this position. Like, I didn't do it by myself. Like, every freaking day, people help me. You know, and I want to thank my, my dad, my mom, my significant other, Mariah, and my brothers and my son, and the people throughout the journey that helped me. And congratulations to the Bucks. First title since 1971. And what's going on with the Olympics? Well, unfortunately... A lot of the Olympic news is being dominated by COVID cases. Um, Athletes and others associated with the Games testing positive for COVID. A Chilean taekwondo athlete and a Dutch skateboarder are the latest Olympians to test positive. Chilean athlete Fernando Aguayo said in an Instagram post she is devastated. She says she feels so much sadness, anguish, frustration. The Chilean Olympic Committee says Aguayo tested negative before her flight, but then positive at the airport in Japan. That's the latest in sports on this Friday morning from News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time, 618. Business news, Asian stock markets are mixed after Wall Street rebounded and Japanese exports surged. Investors are trying to figure out how rising coronavirus infections will affect the global economy.
Shanghai, Tokyo, and Sydney advanced. Hong Kong and Seoul declined. The uh, news on Wall Street yesterday was a lot better than what happened on Monday. The S&P 500 gained one and a half points, or percentage points, recovering much of Monday's loss. And the uh, Japanese government reported June exports were up more than 48% over a year earlier, beating forecasts. As far as the... um, Outlook for today on Wall Street, sort of a mixed picture right now. Dow futures are up 172 points, but NASDAQ futures are down a point or two. So we'll see what happens with stocks today. And we'll keep you posted with business updates throughout the day here on News Radio 1290. Dr. Sanjay Gupta coming up next. You take something to help you sleep? Well, listen up. He's concerned about your health next. On First News Binghamton, WNBF News Time 690. News Radio 1290, Good morning, it's 620. With Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Do you take anything to help you sleep at night? Stand by, Doc. <laughs> he jumped the gun. Dr. Gupta. Dr. Gupta. He's eager this morning. Apparently he got up early with his report, Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta, sponsored by UHS. All right, doctor, take it from the top. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Do you take anything to help you sleep at night? I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. Millions of Americans take prescription pills to help them sleep. But while those pills might be a great short-term fix, their effectiveness wears off if you take them for too long. Researchers at Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston analyzed data from a few hundred women in the United States who were prescribed Ambien, Sonata, Lunestra, as well as drugs for other conditions such as anxiety and depression. After two years, there was no statistically significant reductions in sleep issues among the women who took the pills versus those who didn't. Insomnia is really difficult to treat because there's so many factors going into it. It requires more work, but getting to the root cause of your insomnia, that's what's going to help you in the long term get better shut-eye. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. If you drive a car, truck, SUV, or vehicle of any kind, you need GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. That's right. With the free GetUpside gas app, you can get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time you buy gas. Nearly 3 million people have earned cash back with GetUpside just for buying gas. I always use GetUpside. Some months, I make 200 to $300. I love getting money back for things I use every day. It's just free money for buying gas. There's no catch. It's simple. And you get your cash back right away. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents per gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code HEAT for a 25 cent per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your next fill-up. You can cash out anytime to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Earn cash back on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code HEAT for a 25 cent per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code HEAT. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta every weekday morning right here on News Radio 1290 WNBF, WNBF.com. 
623, Kathy White has been busy in the WNBF News Center preparing all the news, and she will have a live local update in less than seven minutes here on First News Binghamton. Entertainment, yes, entertainment is a key part of life, and fortunately, Christopher Watson has been keeping track of the latest developments in the wide world of entertainment. ABC Entertainment News. The pandemic prompted live performance stop took a serious bite out of the music industry's bottom line, but Taylor Swift did okay. She tops Billboard's list of 2020's top music earners with $23.8 million on the strength of her Evermore and Folklore albums. Rapper Post Malone second on the list, though half of his $23.2 million came from pre-pandemic live shows. The Beatles even made the top 10, 51 years after their final studio album. Justin Bieber's just set a chart record. At age 27, he's the youngest artist to place 100 singles on the Billboard Hot 100. Stay, his collaboration with the Kid Leroy puts him over the top, one year younger than the previous record holder, Drake. They have a warrant. Congrats to the good fight. Paramount Plus just renewed the legal soap for his sixth season. And Yusuf Islam, formerly Cat Stevens, is 73 Wednesday. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. Happy birthday, Yousef. 625 WNBF, WNBF.com. Exciting day for billionaire fans. Jeff Bezos went up, 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 up in the air. And then minutes later, he came back down. Everything went, apparently, according to plan. This is how it's covered in the Times this morning. Dateline, Van Horn, Texas. Jeff Bezos the richest human in the world, went to space on Tuesday. It was a brief jaunt rising more than 65 miles into the sky above West Texas in a spacecraft that was built by his rocket company, Blue Origin. So congratulations to Jeff Bezos. A job well done. WNBF News Time, 625. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And if you're planning a trip around here, say around the Binghamton area, there are no significant issues to report at this point on a Wednesday morning. No serious crashes, no delays, no major road closures. Of course, if we learn of anything throughout the morning, we will let you know here on First News Binghamton. And you can always call us if you see a traffic issue. We're here for you. 607-772-1290 is the traffic tip line. The forecast now from the National Weather Service. Some patchy fog around the area for another two or three hours. Then mostly cloudy today. A chance of showers and thunderstorms. High 72. Mainly clear tonight. Low 54. Mostly sunny tomorrow. High 75. Sunny Friday. There will be a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms late in the day. High 77. Right now, it's 60 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290, where news breaks first. Remember, you can get all the latest information and hear all of WNBF's programming seven days a week using the new WNBF app. Download it from your app store and stay connected with News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 620. 
This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 60 degrees with patchy fog this morning. Clouds today, 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms and a high in the mid-70s. Asian stock markets are mixed after Wall Street rebounded and Japanese exports surged. Investors are trying to figure out how rising coronavirus infections will affect the global economy. Shanghai, Tokyo, and Sydney advanced. Hong Kong and Seoul declined. Overnight, Wall Street's benchmark S&P 500 index gained 1.5%, recovering much of the previous day's loss. Japan's government reported June exports jumped 48.5% over a year earlier, beating forecasts. South Korea reported a daily high of 1,784 new coronavirus cases, adding to a global surge blamed on the virus's more contagious variant of the Delta variety. Well, the highly contagious Delta variant now accounts for 83% of all new coronavirus infections, with 3,000 Americans being hospitalized every day. Cities like Chicago are now threatening to return to restrictions, while hospitals across the country from coast to coast are dealing with overloads. The Delta variant now estimated to account for four out of five cases of COVID-19. The recent breakthrough infections from coast to coast raising concern over vaccine durability and if Americans will need booster shots. Experts expecting immunity to slowly decrease over time. Morgan Norwood, ABC News, Los Angeles. While the number of new positive COVID-19 cases in New York State are back to the range of over 1,000 in the daily updates, State Department of Health officials tell the Associated Press that only a tiny fraction of those new cases are so-called breakouts in vaccinated New Yorkers. New infections statewide in New York reported July 20th were 1,144 and hospitalizations were all also on the rise with an increase of 46 hospitalized, 10 more patients in intensive care, and three more with intubation. Department spokesperson Abigail Barker said yesterday that at least 8,700 vaccinated people have tested positive for COVID-19. That's out of the nearly 11 million New York residents who are fully vaccinated. It's also a fraction of the 244,000 people who have tested positive for COVID-19 in New York since April 1st. Officials say no vaccine is perfect, meaning fully vaccinated people occasionally will get infected. Still, health officials are urging the public to get vaccinated at a time when the highly contagious Delta variant is spreading and hospitalizations are rising. A COVID-19 mass vaccination facility operated by New York State in Broome County, though, is about to be shut down. Governor Andrew Cuomo has announced the site at the former Gannett newspaper printing facility in Johnson City will close next Monday. The facility in what is Binghamton University's new library annex opened in mid-January. According to the Department of Health, the site administered nearly 141,000 vaccine doses during the first five months of operation. Cuomo's announcement says the state will now focus on localized vaccination efforts. 1,832 people were vaccinated at the Johnson City facility on its busiest day, March 8th. When it first opened, vaccination appointments were difficult to get, but in recent weeks, the site has been open to anyone who just walked in and appointments are not needed. WMBF First News Time 633. After several days of pre-trial action, testimony is set to begin today for a Broome County jail inmate accused of hiring someone to commit more crimes for him. 48-year-old Harold Cole is on trial for several felony conspiracy charges for allegedly trying to hire a hitman to commit several kidnappings and murders. He had been in jail for kidnapping and violating an order of protection when he allegedly tried to pay a man $1,000 to commit crimes for him. 
Cole is charged with four felony conspiracy counts in addition to earlier felony kidnapping charges. Prosecutors had linked the Broome County man to the Aryan Brotherhood white supremacy group. Broome County is reporting an increase in drug overdoses over the past week. As part of the county's spike alert plan, officials are notifying residents of the rise in cases in order to help encourage harm reduction strategies. Those with substance abuse disorder should not use alone. Friends and relatives should check on anyone who may be vulnerable, and Narcan reversal kits should be readily available. The Addiction Center of Broome County, Helio Health, Southern Tier AIDS Program, Truth Farm, and United Health Services all offer Narcan training. Sessions can be set up by contacting one of those agencies via a phone call, text, Facebook, or email. More information and phone numbers can be found at www.gobroomcounty.com slash B-O-A-C. The alert from the county did not indicate how many overdoses there have been and the time period of concern. It's 635 for News Breaks First, News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. Attention WMBF listeners, we're rearranging the furniture here in the studio and making some changes to our weekday morning lineup. Join Bob Joseph and Kathy White for First News Binghamton weekdays, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. The latest information, news, weather, sports, traffic, and more. Then it's Binghamton Now with Bob Joseph at its new time, weekdays, 8 to 10 a.m. Special guests, discussions, and your phone calls. And from 10 to noon each weekday, we welcome the Brian Kilmeade Show, news from around the world and in our country politics entertainment sports and more all part of the new weekday lineup here on news radio 1290 wnbf 637 it's wednesday morning i'm bob joseph you're listening to first news binghamton Kathy White working in the WNBF News Center. Of course, we'll have local news bulletins as the stories develop. WNBF bringing you the latest news on air at AM 1290 online at WNBF.com and, as always, using the WNBF app so you can stay connected with News Radio 1290. Everything that goes on in Binghamton is important to us because we know it's important to you. Coming up, traffic and weather together. Also, the Wednesday sports update, a business update from ABC, and at 6.50, Kim Commando, and she points out one surprising thing about Google, admitting that their Googlers actually listen to your conversations. I know, you're shocked. Well... I was shocked, too, that Google would listen to my private conversations. Those Google employees must be bored. At any rate, Kim Commando will talk about that coming up at 6.50 here on First News. WNBF News Time, 6.40. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And we have no... Major traffic trouble to report at the moment. We encourage you to use extreme caution in areas of fog because of reduced visibility. And later today, use extreme caution if you're going to be traveling traveling through work zones. Yeah, pay attention. Don't be distracted by your phone or your radio. 
your eyes on the road, and slow down in all the work zones around the Twin Tiers. Here's the forecast from the National Weather Service. Mostly cloudy today after the fog burns off. We expect a chance of a few showers and thunderstorms. High today, 72, mainly clear tonight, low 54, mostly sunny tomorrow, high 75. The extended outlook, Friday, sunny, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon, high 77. Mostly sunny Saturday, high 80, partly sunny Sunday with showers likely and maybe some thunderstorms in the afternoon. Sunday's high, 82. Right now, in downtown Binghamton, it's 60 with some patchy fog at News Radio 1290. Coming up, we'll take a look at sports. We'll have the story of the big NBA championship. You may already know who won that. I think you probably do. We'll have details coming up. Plus, we'll have a story about baseball, the Rumble Ponies, the Mets, the Yankees, all that and more. Coming up on First News Binghamton, WNBF News Time, 6 News Binghamton on a Wednesday morning, 60 degrees in downtown Binghamton. We're looking for a high today of 72. WNBF News Time, 645. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champs for the first time in 50 years after defeating the Phoenix Suns 105 to 98. Giannis Antetokounmpo was named the Finals MVP after torching the Suns for 50 points, 14 rebounds, and five blocks. Chris Paul scored a team high 26 points for the Suns, who were seeking their first championship. Baseball in Binghamton last night, high-scoring game, and unfortunately Rumble Ponies weren't able to uh, come back after Erie had a big third inning. The Seawolves scored eight runs in the third. Binghamton had a very strong performance in the bottom of the sixth with five runs, but in the end, Erie prevailed 12-7 to in the game at the stadium. The two teams face each other again tonight. First pitch set for 6:35. Cincinnati last night, Reds got past the Mets 4-3. And in the Bronx, the Yankees beat the Phillies 6-4. There was some excitement in the eighth inning. And the 0-1... Swung high, there goes the right. It is high, it is far, that is gone. Esteban Floreal drills one in the right field seats. And the Yankees now take a 6-3 lead. They've hit four home runs tonight. An uncharacteristically restrained John Sterling on 66, the fan. Not really sure why he was so restrained, but it was high, and it was far, and it was gone. Again, the final last night, 6-4, to four, Yankees, the Yankees, sorry, the Yankees win <laughs> over the Phillies. I can never, can ever out-Sterling John. Also, in the world of sports, we've learned that Brisbane will host the 2032 Olympics. Hopefully by then, the COVID pandemic will be history. Um, 
This is official and not a surprise. Brisbane was the inevitable winner of a one-city race that was steered by the IOC to avoid rival bids. Uh, The games will go back to Australia 32 years after the popular 2000 Sydney Olympics. Melbourne hosted uh, the games back in 1956. Prime Minister Scott Morrison says Australia knows what it takes to deliver a successful game. So hopefully there will be um, COVID control by then, but only time will tell. That's the latest in sports from News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 648. The pandemic won't pause for the Olympics. These are your world headlines from ABC News. As the Director General of the World Health Organization says, the pandemic is a test and... The world is failing. More than 4 million people have died. And by the time the Olympic flame is extinguished on the 8th of August, more than 100,000 more people will perish. To turn the corner, he estimates that 70% of the world must be vaccinated by the middle of next year. Germany's cabinet is meant to decide on a package of immediate aid for victims of last week's floods, consider longer-term plans to rebuild devastated areas. And Russian aircraft makers have unveiled a prototype of a new fighter jet that will feature stealth capabilities and other advanced characteristics and will be offered to foreign buyers. President Putin inspected it at an airfare outside Moscow. I'm Tom Rivers at the ABC News Foreign Desk. In London. WNBF News Time 649. This just in to the WNBF News Center in Vestal. A report of a two alarm fire on Bun Hill Road. That's Bun Hill Road in Vestal. A two alarm fire. Units are responding now. Bun Hill is closed in the area of Fuller Hollow. So avoid that section of Bun Hill Road in Vestal because of firefighting activity. Coming up next, Kim Commando. Oh, those people at Google. Listening in to your private conversation. It's time for a Wednesday morning tech news update with Kim Commando. The only one thing shocking about Google admitting that employees listen in to your private conversations is that Google admitted it at all. I'm Kim Commando with all the details brought to you by ExpressVPN. You're a private citizen, so keep your online data private. Get three extra months free at expressvpn.com slash Kim. For years, Google has stood firm. No one listens to your private conversations. Of course, no one ever believed Google because it was a preposterous lie. But now, an East Indian news website reports that Google actually admitted to India's Parliamentary Standing Committee on Information Technology that Google employees do in fact listen to conversations between users and Google Assistant for random periods of time After the user calls out, OK, Google, how long do they listen? Who knows? It's totally random. And there's no reason to believe that Google is not doing the same thing here in America. So if you have Google Assistant in this cancel culture, you better be very careful what you say. Get more tech news 24-7 at commando.com. Simply Safe is an award-winning home security system. So you know it's engineered with the latest technology to keep your family safe. But what really sets Simply Safe apart is its people. Highly trained security experts who are always there for you when you need them most. They truly care about keeping you safe. 
when an alarm goes off. A person who cares is there for you with a phone call to make sure you're okay when an emergency happens. They're there to get fire and police responders to your front door right away. The bottom line is this. When you need them most, Simply Safe is there 24-7 with experts trained to not only keep you safe, but to make you feel safe. It's one of the many reasons U.S. News recently called Simply Safe the best home security of 2021. To learn more about how Simply Safe can help protect you, visit simplysafekim.com today to customize your system and get a free HD security camera. That's simplysafekim.com, simplysafekim.com. Kim Commando with Tech News every weekday morning right here on First News Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph along with Kathy White who's working in the News Center. We'll have the latest details on that developing story in Vestal where a house fire has broken out on Bun Hill Road. A section of Bun Hill Road is um, off limits right now because of firefighting activity. That's near Fuller Hollow Road, so uh, plan accordingly. There is, um, of course, going to be some firefighting equipment, probably police, and even uh, potentially an ambulance or two standing by at that scene of what appears to be a working house fire on Bun Hill Road near Fuller Hollow. This is WNBF, live and local at 6.55. WNBF News Time, 6.55. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. No big traffic trouble to report at the moment, but there is a detour now set up on Bun Hill Road in Vestal near Fuller Hollow because of a house fire. We'll keep you posted as developments occur there. The forecast from the National Weather Service and patchy fog around the region for another couple of hours. Otherwise, today, mostly cloudy with a chance of showers and thunderstorms. High 72, mainly clear tonight, low 54. Tomorrow, starting off with some patchy fog and a high of 75 with mostly sunny skies. Friday, sunny, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon, high 77. Right now it's 60 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 650. on a Wednesday morning. ABC News coming up in about a minute. And Kathy White's live local update from the WNBF News Center. Next hour at 7.20, we'll talk with Karen Sweet O'Neill with some important financial advice. That's coming up in about 20 minutes here on First News Binghamton. WNBF News Time, 6.50. It's Wednesday morning. This is First News Binghamton, WNBF. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 61 degrees at 7.04. The forecast for today starts off with this patchy morning fog. Visibility at the airport about a one and a half miles. Mostly cloudy today, a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms and a high in the mid-70s. We have a developing story. More crews being called out, other crews being put on standby as firefighters from several departments are at the scene of a house fire in Vestal right now. Broome County Emergency Services confirming a blaze reported at a home at the 700 block of Bun Hill Road right about 6 o'clock this morning, one hour ago. Vestal firefighters are 
arriving on the scene reported rapid spread and requested additional units. Quickly, it went to that second alarm. The crews from Endicott, town of Binghamton, are joined by Silver Lake, Pennsylvania, responding to the scene. No early reports right now of any injuries. The area of Bun Hill Road around that fire scene is starting at Fuller Hollow Road has been closed off, traffic being detoured around that area. Emergency services officials in the region report only a few trees down and no major impact on our area roads overnight for the weather in spite of torrential rains from wave after wave of strong thunderstorms. Still, motorists should be aware of the possibility of debris on the road and standing water in poor drainage areas, as well as damage that may not have been reported overnight or early this morning so far. A portion of Route 79 and Squirrel Hill Road in Broome County near the state park and near the Shenango County line had some water over the road overnight, but that believed to have receded. Several roads around Broome County are still undergoing repairs from the flood damage a week ago. Some of those areas, which are already compromised, could further have been impacted by last night's storms. Flash flood warning that had been issued late last night by the National Weather Service expired and no new weather advisories have been issued for today. Once again, though, fog is expected to cause some travel concerns in the morning commute. New York State Electric and Gas's power was not expected to be back on for some customers in the service area until this afternoon. Following those storms, as of four this morning, over 500 customers in Shenango, Broom, and Toga counties were out power with the service for the most part expected to be back on already. Some parts of Shenango County, like Bainbridge, however, were not anticipating their power to be restored until about 3, 3.30 this afternoon, maybe even as late as 5. The rocky weather appears to be taking a break with no thunderstorms predicted for tonight through Saturday night. The drier weather may give the area's rivers and smaller tributaries a chance to recede and the soil conditions a chance to dry out a little. Residents are still advised stay away from waterways that are running very high and very fast and are very dangerous. WMBF First News Time 707. The future of one of the most recognizable historic buildings in downtown Binghamton is in doubt. The owner of the First National Bank building on Court Street, Isaac Azarut, is expressing frustration that that structure situated near the downtown roundabout is virtually empty. The city posted condemnation notices on the building more than two months ago after an inspection found some safety issues. Azarut says a problem with the fire alarm system has been fixed and while the fire marshal's office apparently is satisfied by the action. Issues remain with the city code enforcement office. Andrew says he has contacted Gorick Construction for an estimate on how much it would cost to tear the building down. Shortly after the condemnation order was issued, Andrew listed the property for sale. He says no one has expressed interest. Answer says he doesn't know what he will do with the building, but he says he believes it has more potential as a residential site rather than commercial property. Anzarud acquired the site for $775,000 in 2017 and says he has spent $2 million on the building since then. WMBF First News Time, 708. The downtown Binghamton Farmer's Market is in a new location for this year due to a construction project in the area. The market's new site is on Collier Street, just off Court Street, a couple blocks east of the Washington Street Pedestrian Mall, where it had operated in recent years. Market manager Elena Epstein says about 20 vendors are participating this year, offering a variety of items, including, of course, fruits and vegetables, as well as meats and prepared goods. Live musical performances are planned in the upcoming weeks. The Farmer's Market operates on Tuesdays from 4 to 7 p.m. The final market for this season is scheduled for October 5th. 
It's 7.09, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. BamboHR.com slash news. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BamboHR.com slash news. That's BamboHR.com slash news. WNBF News Time, 710. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. No big traffic trouble to report on the highway, 1781 8688. And all the other big highways are in good shape right now on this Wednesday morning. Watch out, there is some patchy, dense fog. Firefighting activity on Bunhill Road, just north of Jensen, or rather uh, Fuller Hollow Road. So uh, avoid that area. Most of Bunhill unaffected as uh, firefighters deal with a reported two-alarm house fire on the very south end of Bunhill Road. The forecast now from the National Weather Service. Patchy fog for another couple of hours in parts of the Twin Tiers. Otherwise, today will be cloudy, a chance of showers and thunderstorms. High 72. Mainly clear tonight. Low 54. Patchy fog early tomorrow morning. Then it'll be mostly sunny tomorrow. High 75 for Friday. Sunny, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. High 77. The WNBF weekend forecast, mostly sunny Saturday. High 80. Partly sunny Sunday with showers likely and perhaps a couple of thunderstorms in the afternoon. A high 82. Right now, it's 60 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 712. Coming up in about eight minutes, we plan to speak with Karen Sweet O'Neill. Some important information as you plan your finances. If you have any sort of key life events coming up, any changes in the coming months or maybe the next couple of years, be sure to listen. Karen Sweet O'Neill joins us at about 720 right here on News Radio 1290. This is First News Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph. WNBF News Time, 7.15. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Starting off with baseball news, Rumble Ponies gave it their best shot. But they weren't able to catch up to the Seawolves last night at the stadium. Erie defeated Binghamton 12-7. to Seawolves had a huge third inning with eight runs, and the Rumble Ponies had a decent sixth inning with five runs. Again, though, the Rumble Ponies came up a bit short, 12-7 to the final last night. Two teams face each other this evening, again in downtown Binghamton. First pitch at 6:35. In Cincinnati, the Mets lost to the Reds 4-3. to And in the Bronx, the Yankees managed to beat the Phillies 6-4. to I know some people were concerned in our last update when... John Sterling on 66, the fan, didn't seem to be quite himself with uh, a two-run inning, or rather uh, actually a solo home run uh, in the eighth inning. The good news is we uh, do have a, a clip of John Sterling calling a home run with John Carlo Stanton in the seventh inning. And fortunately, we find in this clip that John Sterling was A-OK. Swung on and into the air to left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. 
a Stantonian home run. A bullet line drive to left. Giancarlo. No si puesto Paulo. Hey, homers to left, and the Yankees take a 5-2 lead. See, he's fine. <laughs> for those wondering. Milwaukee Bucks, NBA champs for the first time in 50 years, defeating the Phoenix Suns, 105-98. to Giannis Antetokounmpo was named the finals MVP. But gee, even I knew that before the start of the game. He torched the Suns for 50 points. You get that? He torched the Suns for 50 points. Meanwhile, COVID continues to be a concern in Tokyo. A Chilean Taekwondo athlete and a Dutch skateboarder are the latest Olympians to test positive for coronavirus at the Tokyo Games. Some people say it's even possible the Olympics could be canceled as the infections continue to spread. That's the latest in sports from News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 718. Business News Now on WNBF. Asian stock markets are mixed after Wall Street rebounded and Japanese exports surged. Investors are trying to figure out how rising COVID infections will affect the global economy. Shanghai, Tokyo, and Sydney advanced. Hong Kong and Seoul declined. Tuesday, Wall Street's benchmark S&P 500 index gained 1.5%, recovering much of the losses from Monday. Looking at Dow futures right now, they're up. 141 points. NASDAQ futures are up three points. Trading starts on Wall Street in just over two hours. Japan is reporting that its exports in June jumped 49% from a year earlier, marking the fourth straight month of growth. India's parliament has erupted in protest as opposition lawmakers accuse the government of using military-grade spyware to monitor political opponents, journalists, and activists. The lawmakers demanded an investigation into how the Pegasus spyware was used in India. It's the latest in business news from News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 790. Providing you with the best solutions of your lifetime. The KSO Insurance Weekly Spotlight with Karen Sweet O'Neill on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Karen joins us now live on this Wednesday morning, and a good morning to you. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Good, good. How are you doing? I'm good. It's really, really wet out here today, isn't it? It is, but it's going to dry out in the next day or so. The next few days will be really nice. That's good to hear. Looking forward to that. You have some information for people who may be facing some important financial issues in the the next few months or even the next few years. Tell us what people need to know. Well, you know, it's just a preparation situation. There's important financial decisions, Bob, to consider and deal with, you know, all throughout our lives. Especially around key life events, and that's when we see a lot of people. You know, as far as if there's an 
an event or an issue in their life, like a marriage, unfortunately, maybe a divorce, um, somebody purchasing a new home, the birth of their children, paying for college, <clears throat> paying for their own long-term care, insurance, and so on and so forth. So what also people look at is they need help and, uh, you know, to invest effectively, save for retirement, and deal with retirement accounts when they change jobs, Bob, because they want to avoid or minimize any kind of negative situations. They need to know where to put their IRA or their 401K or their Roth IRA and so on and so forth. So what do you do? Well, you have to, you know, seek out people initially, financial advisors, insurance professionals, because it's not usually a one-stop, everything fits all. Nobody can do everything and be specific and, you know, specialize in everything. So it's really important, number one, to protect your your family, protect yourself. You want to look at your health insurance, one of the number one priorities, because you need health insurance, whether you're working or you're not working, and you need to know how much that's going to cost you and what kind of benefits and features there are available to you in your retirement plan or if you're changing employers and what's on the outside. Also, your life insurance, because you want to protect your family or your spouse and make sure that that's going to take you through the rest of your life. And then we're going to look at, like I said, the retirement accounts and see who do you need to, uh, what do you, where do you need to put those, Bob? And what do you need to do to maximize their effectiveness so that you can take out a certain percentage in retirement if you need to or you want to and not affect your portfolio negatively? Seems that it might be difficult for people during these points because there frequently is a lot of uncertainty about what will happen in the future. Well, that's the truth. I mean, haven't we seen that in the last year? We didn't think we'd see a year like that in 20. 20 and everybody, you know, working from home in the pandemic and people, you know, leaving their jobs early, you know, businesses closing and that kind of thing. And we didn't think we'd see that. So that's a a perfect example of, wow, what do I do and how can I protect myself and my family going forward? If people want to contact you to get some guidance and some perhaps professional advice going forward, how can they get in touch? They can get in touch with us several ways. They can call us at 772-4898. They can Google us at KSO Insurance, and all of our contact information comes up. Or simply go to a phone book, Bob, and we have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow pages. So it's just that simple. Get in touch, 772-4898, Karen Sweet O'Neill Insurance Solutions. Karen, be careful out there. there. I noticed there was a little smoke in the air last night from all the fires out, out west and, and out in, in Canada. That was quite quite a, a stunning sight yesterday afternoon and evening with the smoke high in the air. Yeah, incredible, isn't it? And I heard there's a fire up 
on Bun Hill Row this morning, Bob? There is. The firefighters are are still at the scene. That was reported at about 6 o'clock. No reports of any injuries, but that's uh, down at the the very, very south end of Bun Hill Road, right near Fuller Hollow Road. So people should avoid that area, at least for a little while longer. Okay. All right. All right, Bob. You have a good day. Okay. You as well, Karen. And, And also a great weekend. Thanks. 728 live and local. This is First News Bay. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 61 degrees at 730. The forecast for today. After we get done dealing with this fog this morning, mostly cloudy, a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms, a high in the mid-70s. Again, the traffic note to pass along this morning as we have fire activity on Bun Hill Road, a two-alarm house fire in the 700 block broke out about an hour and a half ago. It's closed at Bun Hill at Fuller Hollow Road, and in the general area of that fire, you want to avoid that area. Wildfires in the American West, including one burning in Oregon, that's currently the largest in the U.S., are creating hazy skies as far away as New York. We had some air quality issues yesterday afternoon as the massive infernos spews smoke and ash into the air in columns up to six miles high. Skies over New York hazy as strong winds blew smoke east from California, Oregon, Montana, and other states. Oregon's bootleg fire drew to, grew to 606 square miles, half the size of Rhode Island. The bipartisan infrastructure deal senators brokered with President Joe Biden is hanging by a thread. Senators are struggling to make a compromise over how to pay for nearly $1 trillion in public works spending. Tensions are rising as Republicans prepare to block today's procedural vote with a filibuster saying they need more time. Meanwhile, President Joe Biden is heading to Ohio. President Biden hits the road today to continue making his case for his domestic agenda, what he calls the Build Back Better plan. The president travels to Cincinnati, where he'll visit a union electrical training center and talk about how his infrastructure proposals would create union jobs. The visit comes as the Senate moves forward today on the bipartisan infrastructure framework with a test vote scheduled for today. In the evening, the president participates in a town hall meeting hosted by CNN. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. WMBF First News Time, 732, a COVID-19 mass vaccination facility operated by New York State in Broome County is about to close. Governor Andrew Cuomo has announced the site at the former Gannett newspaper printing facility in Johnson City will close next Monday. The facility in what is Binghamton University's new library annex opened in mid-January. According to the Department of Health, the site administered nearly 141,000 vaccine doses during its first five months of operations. Cuomo's announcement says the state will now focus on localized vaccination efforts. Keeping track of possible COVID-19 outbreaks in the southern tier may be a little less cut and dried, with many counties going to weekly updates with new reports coming on different days of the week or opting to forego local updates at all, directing inquiries to the New York State dashboard. Those compiling the numbers since the start of the pandemic have found there is a disparity between the numbers reported by local health departments and the figures found on the state website, and there has been from the start. 
For example, Broome County posted a weekly update yesterday, counting 26 new cases for the week, bringing the pandemic total to 18,205. That averages to about 3.7 new cases per day for the week. New York State yesterday said there had been five new cases in Broome County just on July 19th. Cortland County, which until next week is providing daily updates, reported yesterday one new case, while the state dashboard reported two residents had tested positive. Shenango County yesterday reported for the whole period July 13th through the 20th, there had only been one new case for a total of 3,520, but the state dashboard said there were two new cases in Shenango County just on Monday. WMBF First News Time, 7.34. After several days of pre-trial action, testimony is set to begin today for a Broome County jail inmate accused of hiring someone to commit more crimes for him. 48-year-old Harold Cole is on trial for several felony conspiracy charges for allegedly trying to hire a hitman to commit several Bingham t- uh, kidnappings and murders. He had been in jail for kidnapping and violating an order of protection when he allegedly tried to pay a man $1,000 to commit crimes for him. Cole is charged with four felony conspiracy counts in addition to earlier felony kidnapping charges. Prosecutors had linked the Broome County man to the Aryan Brotherhood white supremacy group. Broome County is reporting an increase in drug overdoses over the past week. As part of the county's spike alert plan, officials are notifying residents of the rise in cases in order to help encourage harm reduction strategies. Those with substance abuse disorder should not use alone. Friends and relatives should check on anyone who may be vulnerable. And Narcan reversal kits should be readily available. Information on Narcan reversal training can be found at www.gobroomcounty.com slash B-O-A-C. It's 735 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. Seven thirty-six. This is First News Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph. It's Wednesday, July twenty-first, twenty twenty-one. All the people who are overdosing on drugs, the people ODing in Binghamton, Johnson City, Endicott, Endwell, Owego, Appalachian, Kinder, Newark Valley, Windsor, Whitney Point, Fenton. Fort Crane, Shenango Bridge, Shenango Fort. Okay, so a lot of overdoses. Many cases, people are being saved because of prompt response. Some cases, naloxone is being used. In some cases, unfortunately, people are dying. Overdoses are continuing not just in the Twin Tiers, but across New York State and around the country at an alarming rate. The uh, state police responded to um, a place... In the village of Sylvan Beach, that's Oneida County. It's not really that far from here, and you look at it, four people were unresponsive. So four people apparently overdosed at the same place at the same time. So one person was 46. That was a woman, a 26-year-old man, 34-year-old man, and also uh, a 53-year-old man, three of them were found unresponsive outside the home on a porch. Uh, The 53-year-old man was unresponsive on a couch inside in the living room. They uh, transported two of them to Rome Hospital and the other two to Oneida Health. And state troopers, listen to this, the state troopers who showed up at the uh, home 
In Oneida County, Sylvan Beach, not only did they find four people who had overdosed on the drugs, but they also found five kids. A two-year-old boy, a four-year-old girl, a five-year-old boy, a nine-year-old girl, and a ten-year-old girl. They were all inside a residence, um, the same place where four people had just overdosed. This reminds me of that time, um, well, it was about six years ago here in downtown Binghamton. Three guys on a Friday afternoon, three guys right across the street from the beautiful Binghamton Now Tower here on Court Street, they overdosed on synthetic marijuana. Three o'clock on a Friday afternoon, they're sitting around the um, benches on the city-owned property across the street from the Binghamton Now Tower, and... The uh, the street was clogged with ambulances and police and medics because those three guys had overdosed pretty much simultaneously. So, yes, America, we have a drug problem. WNBF News Time 739, coming right up, traffic and weather. W Trouble, let us know on our traffic tip line, 607-772-1290. One note in Vestal, avoid the southern end of Bun Hill Road near Fuller Hollow Road because of fire department activity. The weather forecast from News Radio 1290 and the National Weather Service, some patchy fog this morning. And that should be gone in another hour or so. Then we'll have a mostly cloudy day today. Hopefully not as much smoke from the western wildfires. Will be a chance of showers and thunderstorms. High 72. Mainly clear tonight. Low 54. Mostly sunny tomorrow. High 75. The extended outlook. Looking toward the weekend. Friday sunny. A slight chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. High 77. A beautiful day expected Saturday, mostly sunny, high 80, partly sunny Sunday with showers and maybe some thunderstorms in the afternoon, high 82. Right now, it's 60 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. Latest news from ABC covering the nation and the world at 8 o'clock. Kathy White with the latest local and regional update from the News Center right after that. And then, of course, it's the fabulous Binghamton Now program serving the community for a decade and still serving the community with interesting interviews, guests who have a few things to say, and, as always, calls and emails from people just like you. So if you want to talk today, you can call in during the open line segments on Binghamton Now. I'll look forward to speaking with you. Tell me what you think. Just tell me what you think. Don't be shy. That's the point of Binghamton Now. It's live local radio the way Marconi intended it to be. Coming up on our program today, in addition to your calls and your thoughts... We'll talk with homeless advocate Rebecca Rathmel at 8.30 and former Binghamton City Councilman Dan Livingston at 9.30. And we may have some surprises, too. That's why I love to host Binghamton Now, right here on News Radio 1290. We may have a game plan in mind when we start, but we don't know what surprises might crop up along the way. Tune in for Binghamton Now, 8 to 10 weekday mornings right here on News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 743. We'll check sports. Time 745. Now. 
Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Boxer NBA champs for the first time in 50 years after defeating the Suns 105 to 98. Our good friend Giannis was named the Finals MVP after. Scoring 50 points, 14 rebounds, 5 blocks, Chris Paul scored a team-high 26 points for the Suns, who were seeking their first championship. After the game, Milwaukee Bucks star guard Chris Middleton talked a bit about the uh, team and uh, how things went. And, of course, with all due respect to his teammates we formed a bond um a brother brotherhood since that first year we've been together we we struggled we struggled together um but people saw in each other there was no um give up it was all motivation to be better not be embarrassed um year after year we challenge each other to be better uh challenge each other to be better leaders um better teammates chris and Giannis were better and the bucks were better last night then uh, the Suns in the final there, 105-98. to 98. Congratulations to Milwaukee and also congratulations to Phoenix for a good season. Taking a look at some baseball news here in Binghamton last night. Um, not quite what they needed. Uh, they, uh, the Rumble Ponies did have a strong performance in the bottom of the sixth, scoring five runs, but they were unable to catch up with the Erie Seawolves. Erie had a powerful uh, third inning with scoring uh, eight runs, so in the end, the final was 12-7. to Seawolves over the Ponies. The two teams will play each other again tonight. First pitch at 6.35 at the stadium. Mets lost in Cincinnati to the Reds, 4-3, to and the Yankees beat the Phils in the Bronx, 6-4. to four. And um, Yankees will host Philadelphia again tonight at 7.05. So that's the latest in sports news right here on News Radio 1290. Coming right up, check of the business news from ABC. WNBF News Time, 7.40. WNBF News Time 748. Time for the latest in business from Derek Dennis. From ABC News, Wall Street Now, investors remain increasingly worried about rising COVID-19 cases, but stocks rebounded Tuesday. The S&P 500 marking its best day in nearly four months. The Dow and the Nasdaq each up 1.6%. Chipotle is eating up its second quarter earnings and revenue. The burrito chain's digital sales jumped 10.5%, making up nearly 49 All right. Thank you, Derek. Derek Dennis. A truncated report, but I think we got the gist of it. The Dow futures are up 101 points, so it looks as though U.S. trading will get off to uh, a positive start this morning. NASDAQ futures are up 37 points, and that would seem to indicate things will go fairly well when trade begins on Wall Street at 9.30 this morning. But you never know. Monday, a lot of losses, and things um, got better yesterday. Most of Monday's losses were recovered in trading yesterday in the United States. But as Derek Dennis pointed out, people are still concerned 
about COVID cases, not only in the United States, but around the world. And when you think about it, with so much uncertainty, we just don't know. As uh, <clears throat> one dearly departed former U.S. official at one point said, we just don't know what we don't know. And that's the truth about COVID cases, ultimately. We'll see what happens, but the way things are going at this point, well, <laughs> we'll just say, keep your fingers crossed and hold your breath. Hold your breath because of concerns about the Delta variant and who knows what other variants might spread in the coming weeks. And whether public health guidelines will be adjusted in New York and Pennsylvania. So far, no changes have been announced, but we see what's happening elsewhere around the country. So there could be changes to come. So stay tuned. This is First News Binghamton on Wednesday, July 21st, 2021. I'm Bob Joseph, live from the WNBF News Center in downtown Binghamton. This is where news breaks first. Today, we'll have more stories about what's going on around here. If you want local news, we've got local news. On the air at AM 1290, online at WNBF.com. And stay connected with WNBF with the app. The WNBF app, it's available at all app stores, and it's free, absolutely free. So if you don't have the app installed on your phone or other appropriate device, do it now. And then stay connected with News Radio 1290, WNBF, seven days a week. WNBF News Time, 752. The Don Giovanni Show. Hello, friends. I'm back, back where it all started over 30 years ago. That's right. We're right here at News Radio 1290 WNBF. Tell your friends about it every Saturday night from 6 to 9 with Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes is back with me, Old Brown Eyes, and Sundays from noon to 3. That's right. An Italian house party get together right here where it all started. Don Giovanni Show on WNBF. And it is great to have Don Giovanni back on WNBF, where he belongs. Of course, it's also great to have Bill Flynn back on WNBF, where he belongs. Weekends have never been better. News Radio 1290, serving you for nearly a... Traffic and weather together, now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. 755 track, traffic and weather updates and investal. Firefighters have been on the scene of a house fire since about 6 o'clock on Bun Hill Road, the extreme southern end of Bun Hill, not far from the intersection with Fuller Hollow Road. So avoid that area. There's fire equipment police units, and possibly um, EMS standing by just in case. So that's a traffic situation in Vesta. Not much traffic in that area in Bun Hill Road, but still, if you normally use that area, Bun Hill Road, uh, you'll have to avoid it till further notice because of that firefighting operation 
house fire that uh, broke out about two hours ago. We'll keep you posted as more information comes in. Kathy White will also have latest details in less than 10 minutes here on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Other traffic uh, related issues. Um, basically, still a little fog in some parts of the Twin Tiers. And that could be uh, a potential issue with. Uh, Visibility, but the fog is going to be gone before you know it, and that's good news. Uh, if you see any issues, you can always call us on our traffic tip line, 772-1290. DOT advises that there are going to be moving alternating lane closures in both directions at the 1781 split in Binghamton starting today and uh, running the next two days as well. That's moving alternating lane closures near the 1781 split in the city of Binghamton, running from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. They'll get underway in about an hour, and they expect to continue doing that tomorrow and Friday as well. They'll be looking for um, potential problems for future pavement repairs. So uh, exercise caution as you travel through that busy section of Binghamton near the split. And, of course, DOT crews as well as uh, Broome County crews and other local highway departments are going to be busy for the uh, next several hours. So please pay attention in all the work zones. Use caution. Pay attention to the signs. Pay attention to flaggers. Don't be distracted. The forecast from the National Weather Service, that patchy fog will be gone in about an hour or so. Otherwise, today, mostly cloudy with a chance of showers and thunderstorms. High 72, mainly clear tonight. Low 54, mostly sunny tomorrow. High 75. And for Friday, sunny, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. High 77. Right now, it's 60. In downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 758. Hi everyone, this is Bill Flynn asking you to join me this weekend on WNBF. I'm here every Saturday morning at 8 o'clock with classic hits. Then back again Sunday morning at 7. I'm joined by Kevin Bigsby, who provides us all with the local news, weather, and sports on Sunday morning. The Bill Flynn Show, Saturday morning at 8 o'clock and Sunday morning at 7 o'clock on WNBF 1290 and WNBF.com. Bill Flynn. Bill Flynn, WNBF, doing a great job for the station every weekend. Along with Don Giovanni. They're doing great jobs for the station. Coming up next, ABC News will cover the nation and the world, the nat- uh, latest on the wildfires, the latest on spreading COVID cases as people prepare for the Tokyo Games. Can they hold the games or will everybody be sick with COVID? Stay tuned for the latest from ABC coming up. And then after that, Kathy White. Live from the News Center, the latest on a two-alarm house fire on Bun Hill Road in Vestal. And then it'll be the Wednesday edition of Binghamton Now. We'll be taking your phone calls. We want to hear from you every weekday on Binghamton Now. I'm Bob Joseph. It's 8 o'clock at News Radio 1290, WNBF Binghamton, 